It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Russell Wilson is the topic of conversation here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. You hear us on ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. But before we get to that, and I think that's multi-layered. It's not just Russell Wilson. Was he once an elite? Is he still an elite quarterback? Was he ever an elite quarterback? We're going to get into it, but Key said something so shocking during the commercial break, Jay, that I can't get my mind around it and start anywhere else. Keyshawn Johnson. I know those first three hours flew by, but they came to a screeching halt in my own mind when I heard you say, gravy is what? I say gravy sucks. Gravy? It's gravy. It almost means excellent. Do you not put gravy on your mashed potatoes? No, I don't put gravy. I put butter, salt, and pepper. You never put gravy on your mashed potatoes? No. Gravy sucks and it gets cold really fast. Wait, hold on. You put butter, salt, and pepper. The only. uh, So you don't like flour? Like, what's the difference? And no, like, I just don't like I, meat it's, juice. You just described it's, gravy. Yeah. <laughs> How did I describe gravy? Butter, salt, pepper, flour. Yeah, that's not flour. And, and like, meat I don't juice. know what, I don't know what, I don't know what, I don't know what, I don't know what mashed potatoes you make at home, but mine don't come out the box. So what do you, what do you put on the turkey during Thanksgiving? What do you, what do you I don't eat? really eat, I mean, I eat maybe a, a small piece of turkey. I'm not a big turkey eater like that, especially Thanksgiving. Put you to sleep, but I just turkey. I mean, just gravy is not good to me, and it gets cold. And I know what's in gravy, like Evan said, it's just flour, some grease, yeah. uh, and it'll so get, when it gets it gets cold like that. Jay, I, I, I know, I still like. And gravy it gets clunky. I can't, I can't I jump like on the it. train with you. That you no, know, it's fine. I get it. I know. I just don't like We're gravy. Like Max don't like. Yeah, mail and, and all yeah, that. I can't, I, I, I can't do that. So you don't like gravy because at some point it's hot, and then like the next moment it's cold. Super cold. Kind of like Russell Wilson. This, oh, God, oh my, stop. Evan, you are the biggest <laughs> Russell Wilson. Was Russell is. Wilson just gravy on the Seattle Seahawks, or was he actually the meal? Whose voice is that? I don't know. Just a typical announcer. <laughs> and and, 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 and <laughs> Max, yeah. as I tell Max, <laughs> as I tell a lot of my. Uh, co-workers that happen to be Caucasian. Of that persuasion. I tell them, don't, the persuasion, don't change your voice, just talk. Yep. You're, yeah, you're saying I sound like that already? <laughs> yes. You're saying I sound don't, like that already to don't, you? Don't change it. You sound like that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you don't. Jeez. I can't. <laughs> Does Damian Woody sound like that? Because Damian Woody had some things to say about Russell Wilson and his status. Listen to this, Key. I don't know if Russell's elite right now. Like, I think he's a very good quarterback, but I think there's questions about is he in the, is he still an elite quarterback? But listen, it still goes back to if you're the Denver Broncos, you've been basically saying that you need a quarterback and you pull the trigger and make a trade for Russell Wilson. If that doesn't tell you that 
this team expects to compete for a Super Bowl. I don't know what else will. He's clapping on every syllable. Big Wood is 100% correct. And all you got to do is take the model from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We need to get rid of Jameis Winston and we're going to be all right. Guess what they did? They got rid of Jameis Winston and won the Super Bowl. Take the model from the Los Angeles Rams. We need a quarterback to win the Super, go to the Super Bowl and win it. What did they do, Max and Jay? They got rid of Jared Goff, picked up Matthew Stafford, won the Super Bowl. We need a quarterback in Denver right now. We're going to get Aaron Rodgers. It's not going to work. We're going to be on the road. We're going to trade for Russell Wilson. What did they do? They went and traded for Russell Wilson to win a Super Bowl right now. But the difference, not key, ten years from now, key, but right now, key. The difference is, and I, I understand it's a pre, not nothing's perfect like a perfect analogy, but key. We both could look at the Bucks roster. All of us could look at the Bucks roster and say, yeah, Tom Brady on there. That's going to be a difference. Same thing with the Rams. You upgrade a quarterback, it's a problem. But you have been on this show talking about when you see the Broncos, you don't think – like, we're talking about Aaron Rodgers that's, now. That's my eyeballs. Yeah, you're right? like, I don't think the the Broncos are just a quarterback away. So is it even exactly. a fair test for, for Russell Wilson, especially considering but, he's in a division with these killers? Damn what I think. That's not what the Denver Broncos thought. Mm-hmm. That's why that's they true. acquired him. Yep. See, da- damn what you and I and Jay think. It's what the people in the building think. Making so the decisions, pe- yeah. yeah. The people in the building made the decision to go and play copycat and go get the quarterback that they think can lead them to the promised land. They gave up a haul to get him. It's like one of the biggest uh, uh, trades, acquisitions in NFL history. Yeah. I, I don't know, Key. Like I, I, I get like when we have to rank the division, I get how people subjectively could say, well, look, I think Denver could finish last because of Herbert, because of Mahomes, because of Carr. I, I, I can understand the reasoning behind that, even though I would disagree. But it, it, we act like Russell Wilson isn't going to upgrade this team. Like, Russell Wilson does get them closer, even though they did give, give up a ton. Like, their their defense was legit last year with Vic Fangio, even though he's no longer there. And they still have legitimate pieces. So you have to think getting Russell Wilson does move you closer towards your target of winning a Super Bowl. And the other teams already had, like, Derek Carr. So they went out and got him Devontae Adams. They went out and got him a crazy pass rusher to go on the other side of his other crazy pass rusher. Like, Derek Carr got stuff. They improved the team because they already had the quarterback. Broncos had to go out and get the quarterback, Key. They couldn't that's also they bring said, in an elite though. dude, like that's at receiver. That's what they said. They said they needed a quarterback. They got According to everybody that is picking the Broncos to make some noise, they think they got a plethora of wide receivers in Jared Judy and Patrick. And they brought in Randy Gregory. Court and yeah. Sutton. They went in and got Randy Gregory. So they, they have upgraded also at certain spots. This is what they believe and they feel. And I'm okay with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I just don't feel like the Denver Broncos are in a deep playoff type run as a team. Mark Slareth was on with us about a month ago. And Stink works in the Denver Broncos. I mean, works in Denver, played for the Denver Broncos, covers the Denver Broncos, is on the ground. Prior to the Aaron Rodgers going back to Green Bay, he was on our show. Yep. And he said, now, he said this. It went Aaron Rodgers. He didn't think they were a playoff team. Key, Key, I hate to cut you off, but America is waiting. They're waiting. Because our producer, Evan Wilner, yes. teased us all when Go. he said about 20 minutes ago that coming up, he is going to 
start naming quarterbacks in the NFL. <laughs> now, what was it? What are you about uh, to I'm do, Evan? Name all the quarterbacks that I think uh, are better than Russell Wilson, and you guys are going to tell me if you think that guy is better, worse, or the same. A massive audience. Okay. Just uh, I know just, I work on the show, but I would have left if he didn't give that tease. So I'm glad he did. I'm sticking around. <laughs> ah, <damn>. <laughs> <laughs> music, please. Yeah, play some music. Oh. Some deals make you better. Some make you worse. And others, well, they just keep you the same. It's time for Better, Worse, or the Same. All right, here we go. Josh Allen, Better, Worse, than the Same, Russell Wilson. Better. Better. Great. Mac Jones. Worse. Worse. Got it. Worse. All right, we got one. Tua. Worse. Worse. Zach Wilson. Worse. 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 Joe Burrow. Better. Better. Okay, that's two. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Better. 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 Lamar Jackson. Better. Pete, don't get it. Thank uh, you. I'd say the same. I would say the same. We'll go back to that one. That's four. That's three. No, four. Well, but, but, but Jay three. and I are both saying the same. We're saying Key the same, and you were saying So you better. can't be unanimous. So. No, no, no. So Key has four. Right. No, but we okay, have three. Okay, Key got four. Key got I'm, four. I'm, I'm rounding this, up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop trying to make the game fit for what you wanted to do. Let's, let's revisit Tarr. Lamar. Three. Let's revisit Curry. Lamar. There's three. Derek Carr. Same. I'll say same. I'll say same. All right. Herbert. Better. Better. Mahomes. Better. 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 That's six. That's five. Five to six. Same. Same to me. (laughs) (laughs) Same, Key. Oh, all right. Key surprised me with that. Aaron Rodgers. Better. 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 Her cousins. Worse. Worse. Same. Yeah, I'm with Key. Oh, fine. Still. Tom Brady. Better. Better. Jameis Winston. Worse. Worse. I don't know. I, I don't know so, either, but, but so based on that, I, I got to say worse. ACL, ACL scares yeah. me. Go yeah. I'm going to say worse. I'm going to just say worse. Yeah. Yeah. Same. 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 Huh. I think he's better. Kyler. Better. I, I got to say worse. I'm going to say, be- say better right now because I'm going to say better. If Kyler would have stayed healthy, who knows where Arizona would have been. I got to say worse. Seattle last year, I think they're better. I got to say worse because Kyler has yet to get through a whole season and remain effective at the end of the year. Well, same with Russell but Wilson, I'm not, Yeah, I'm not no, going to mess around. I'm not going to mess around with Earlier, we're talking about now, Max. We're talking about now. Like yeah, I'm not going to mess with the Same. I'll say same. And I said better. Yeah. All right. How many is that, Jay? I have one, two, three, four, five, six, eight. All right, Key had 10. So, so that's what I'm saying. He's right there, Evan. That's, that's right, what he's, yeah. he's right there. Back that's half it. of the league. He's 8 to 12. Back, like that. <laughs> Back half of the league. First front third of the NFL. Yeah, right, that's, that's, that's elite. That's the Lamar conversation, Max, on why he's the same. Um, well, first of all, if you've won a Super Bowl, well, the defense, uh, okay, fine. Russell Wilson won a Super Bowl, and the, the second time when they tried to make him the it star, the see what, but see the second time when he got back and they tried to make him the star, see it didn't work. One play away, a single play away. Russell Wilson, his total value, not, not bef- like two years ago, ending about a year and a half ago, his total value for five or six years was probably at least as good as anyone in the NFL. He, he, he kept having great season after great season. We acting like he didn't do that. Yeah, he just didn't. <laughs> he, had, he he he. Recency man. bias, man. No, it's not. R- Russell is good, but I think he's likable to a lot of people, and so that pushes him up in the conversation. You think he is likable? To I think people find him not as likable no. as. So you're saying so you're saying all the like poses. Him. 
with Sierra has increased his stock. That's what you were saying. Oh, all that. Oh, I'm Russell. I'm a nice. My fat. Look at me. Uh, that, that, people buy into that. But those. it turns people off too because it doesn't feel as as like authentic in a way. It may be authentic, but it doesn't feel like Joe Burrow some, comes across some, as authentic. Some people like me and you, Max. Mm. But then there's other people that vibe with that style. Uh huh. That's all I'm saying. I got you. I got you know. I shouldn't change my voice, right? It or, or. I got gotcha. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Just, just, just talk, talk regular, Max. What about now, Damian was, Woody? Would Damian Woody have to change his voice? Yeah, I. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know, like me, I could change Absolutely. my voice. Absolutely. You know, that's really what. Yeah, but, so nasally. <laughs> he just does Coach K. He does his imitation Every of Coach K. That's all, all it is. Yeah. Oh no, I could get a lot of people if you want me to. Now, I, I could. Who's I your best imitation, Key? By the way, who's your best one? You can do. I don't know, but I I can you know I I can get a lot of people I guess it just depends on who it is, you know. You know, stop, <laughs> We're Cam. Not that Cam, good. I want to have You're my coach on this show. Please don't make Key do any more of these. <laughs> Guys, the NBA playoffs are on ESPN Radio. That's good for me because I got to drive tonight. I'm not going to miss anything. Tune into yep. play in action tonight as the Cavs host the Hawks, followed by the Pelicans at Clippers. Key, there's basketball in L.A. in the postseason, and the Lakers aren't in it. What is going on? Presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 7 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations. Guys, speaking of the NBA, let's get back to the playoffs. When you look at this Celtic team, they have the best starting five in basketball. They are now a team defensively that concedes absolutely nothing. They're like a bunch of piranhas. You heard it. Cavs, Hawks tonight on ESPN Radio. My guy's coming up now. It's my guy. PJ time. Carlissimo on PJ. the call. He joins us this morning. Good morning, Coach. Morning, gentlemen. I'm glad I don't have a distinctive voice that people would try and cop. So it's, uh, it's good <laughs> PJ, to hear. PJ, I, I was We're going to start a Rated R channel, you and I. We're going to get sponsored by a scotch, and you and I are going to call a basketball game the way we really see it. Are you in with me, PJ? I am willing. ESPN is looking to retire me anyhow, so it'll be fine. I'm ready to go. Welcome back to Keyshawn and Max. I would have got you, Coach, but I figured you were coming on. I'm going to wait till you get off, then I'll get you. I appreciate that. Thank you. So, PJ is going to be on the call for Nets-Celtics Game 1 Sunday on ESPN Radio. Coach, what do you expect from that series? I expect the unexpected, Max. I'm topping out. But, I mean, this whole year has been about, you know, normally you go into a game, and particularly late in the year, uh, you look at the four games they've played, you look at numbers, you have an idea, you've seen the team a number of times. I think that's it. that series is the epitome of this year's NBA. You don't know. Guys have not been healthy. Guys are missing. You're still wondering what the deal is with the Time Lord. Nobody knows what Brooklyn is or can be. And I think that's this year's NBA. And, and you can look almost at the eight potential series, and it's the same. Like, guys have missed. KD's missed X amount of games. Kyrie missed X amount of games. You, you get ready for it. I think you don't know. I think it's like, let's play the first game and let's adjust from that point on. Uh, the defense I heard in, in UTs, but Boston does not get credit. I think they do for insiders and people that really follow. But I don't know anybody. Boston is the number one defense in the league in points allowed in field goal percentage D and three-point percentage D. I mean, that's mind-boggling. I don't think most people know that. Um, the, again, the games guys have missed, the injuries. Is, how's Goran Dragic going to be? How's Seth Curry going to be? Is Robert Williams coming back? 
Um, I, I think there's all those questions surrounding every series, but now we're finally getting the series started. And, and the playoff series has always been about, you know, in the, in the old days when you had a week to get ready, the season would end on a, on a Sunday, Jay Bird remembers, and mm-hmm. you'd, you'd be giving guys books and all the things, all the tendencies during the year, and you'd get ready to go, and you'd play the first game, and then you might as well throw all those in the garbage can. All you do is react to the, the previous game. Uh, I'm just looking forward to Sunday afternoon. Um, I think we're going to have basically healthy lineups on both teams. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game for sure. I mean, you look at the four games they've played, even with all the missing players, 120, the winning team had 126, 129, 126, and 123. Uh, and we're talking that, you know, arguably the best defensive team in the league. KD missed two games. Kyrie missed three. I, truly, I have no clue what to expect. Uh, but I, I think it's going to be a really good series. Uh, that's a first-round series like you normally do not see uh, in the NBA. PJ, tell me I'm not crazy on this one. You said an interesting caveat that both teams will be healthy. I would put in one of the teammates for the Brooklyn Nets and Ben Simmons. But I think the Nets are a little bit crazy that you think you're just going to drop this guy off this report from Brian Windhorse that they're going to drop Ben Simmons into a game four or game five scenario. Now, if they're up 2-0, if they're up 3-0, fine. No worries out. But if this thing is tied 2-2 or they're down 2-3, you're telling me you're going to drop Ben Simmons into a, a playoff intense environment like this, even if it is for 15 minutes after not playing – a basketball game since June 20th of last year? He's not even playing 5v5 yet, PJ. Like, am I crazy for thinking that's crazy? No, it hurts me to, to say, to begin a statement by saying you're not crazy. That goes against my beliefs to begin with. But um, in this case, I don't think you're crazy. Um, it, it's going to be a decision. I, I don't know what's in Doc's mind. I think that, you know, they have a pretty good idea what, what they're going to do. They have to look at him at some point in some kind of five-on-five. I do disagree with a lot of people, though, saying that I think compared to most players who need to know, you know, what the plays are, where do I go, what do I do, and stuff like that, I do think Ben's game, if he's anyways healthy, and, and you know, only he knows that. I don't even know if Doc or the, the other people know it. Um, it suits it. I mean, he can, he can rebound and defend and lead a fast break and, and involve people. I don't want to see what's going to happen if people do uh, hack-a-shack or whatever you want to call it uh, w- with him. Um, I do think he's so talented and so gifted that if he's in any kind of shape, his game lends itself more to throw him out there. Like, an, you know, an all-star game, Jay. You're playing with guys you don't play with during the year. But, like, who do you like playing with in an all-star game? A guy that could, you know, rebound, defend, take the ball off the court and, and involve other people. So I think he could bring that to the table I don't know that they're going to want to do that unless they don't like the way it's going. Uh, you know, as you said, it gets 2-2. I'm not so sure it's not more likely, you know, 2-1, a big game four or something like that. Uh, but that's, again, there's, a, there's another series. Uh, you know, I mean, that's a guy I didn't even mention. Uh, every series has one, two, or three guys like that. And even some of the ones, like uh, we're in Cleveland tonight for what I think is good, potentially is going to be a really good game. Jared Allen's not played for, I think it's 18 games now, if you count the other night, uh, in the play-in game. Not just is the guy going to play, how, you know, how's he going to play? Is he going to be Jared Allen? Uh, can he do something to you know, negate the, the double-double that, that Capella's going to get? Jared Allen gets like 30-some of them himself, I think, 32 during the year. Um, some of these guys, a lot of these guys say, oh, they're playing. Yeah, they're playing, but they haven't played in a month, a week, years, uh, Ben Simmons, a, almost a year. 
you just don't know what you're going to get. And I think we're going to find out, and the coaches are going to be making some real interesting decisions from game to game, whether this guy playing a little bit damaged um, is, is productive or how long a guy's going to last. Everybody keeps – everybody. Our, our cliche for Seth Curry is he's got an ankle that's not going to get any better. He's just got to play. That's fine. What if they advance? What's he going to be like in the third round? You know, what's he going to be like in a, in a conference semis or something like that? I think those injury things are just going to continue to mount the deeper we get into the playoffs. And um, the healthy teams, and I think, and this goes against Brooklyn, the teams that have been together and played the most games together all year, it's going to be an advantage. The deeper you go, the more games you play. Coach, let's just assume Ben Simmons is healthy and he's going to take the floor. Will that tip? and lean toward Brooklyn winning the series? No. It'll be it'll be a, a toss-up. A key, I think it's like, what, what what's it going to matter? I don't know. It's home court. Uh, is home court going to be a big factor? I don't know. Let's see, let's see how it plays out. Um, I, I just I don't know the answer to that. I know that's a cop-out, but I think that's what it's going to be. He comes in there and gets nine assists and plays really well, gets a bunch of rebounds or locks down a good player on the other team, which he's capable of doing defensively, then big X factor. More than likely, he's going to come in and with all the rust and everything like that, I don't think he'll embarrass himself, but I don't think he's going to impact the outcome of the game. P.J. Carlissimo, ESPN Radio NBA analyst and, of course, former NBA and college coach and three-time NBA champion as an assistant coach. Thank you, Coach, for jumping on. Look forward to your call on the broadcast. All right, P.J. Great being with you, gentlemen. Look forward to talking some more. Thanks, Coach. Guys, Clayton Kershaw. Yes, Max, what do you need? <laughs> as soon as he gets off the air, you Doc Rivers, man. Him. That's not PJ, that's Doc. Clayton Kershaw, guys, was pulled. I still can't get over it from a perfect game with 80 pitches. We're about to ask someone who threw a no hitter, threw about 713 pitches in that game, I believe. After Jay, we're going to ask him how he'd respond to that. After Jay has this from Granger. All right, Key, here's my Bill Cartwright voice. For all the ones who get it done. No, I won't do that. Granger is always there to help. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry. 24-7 support, free access to product specialists, and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. So call, click Granger.com, or just stop on by, Max. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. You know how you're, you're getting old, guys, for real? I remember our next guest as like a kid coming up through the, through the system. He was like 20, I want to say, when he broke in with the Dodgers, and I was 30-something already watching this. And usually a guy gets to the majors and pitches like this guy at 20. He's going to have a long career. And sure enough, Edwin Jackson pitched for 17 years, co-founder of the Players Alliance, Made an all-star team in 2009. Pitched a no-hitter in 2010. And he's with us right now. Good morning, Edwin. Thanks for joining us. Fellas, fellas, how y'all doing? Glad to be here. So we're asking uh, all our guests today, Edwin Jackson, what impact did Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier have on your career? Man, Without Jackie Robinson, there would be no Edwin Jackson. You know, um, Jackie Robinson, all that he endured and all that he sacrificed to enable players like myself um, to be able to play this great game of baseball, you know, um, you know, I owe my career to his sacrifice. Um, the things that he did and the things that he went through, I can't say that most of us would have been able to handle, you know, um, especially in those times um, that he was coming through. Um, things were definitely real for um, African-Americans. And to be the first black man to integrate the game of Major League Baseball, man, he, 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 paved, way, he paved the way for all the players like myself to be able to come up through this game and, you know, make a living for my family. Ed, when you look back on it, growing up basically in the Dodgers organization, being the young pup, and then all of a sudden getting to the majors in the same organization that Jackie Robinson was in, what did it mean to you? Like, how did you feel about that? Man, it was special. It was special. Uh, I get to play. I get to play. I get to make my debut and put on the same jersey that the guy who, you know, made it possible for me to play this game wore 
and you know, it, it was it was an honor for me, you know, really to be able to call myself a Dodger. Um, you know, first person in my family to play a professional sport. And I get to play for the Dodgers, a black man, you know, playing the game of baseball. Um, came up being a pitcher as well, which is, you know, also not many black Americans, you know, pitchers that we have out there. Um, so it was, it was dope for me, man, to be able to put on put on a jersey um, that represented the Dodgers in the same team that Jackie Robinson represented. Did you ever pitch on Jackie Robinson Day? Oh, I don't think I ever called a game on Jackie Robinson Day. But just to put on that jersey with that 42 on it, it was dope. And back when I was coming up, um, everybody didn't wear 42. So uh-huh. that that started later on. So back when I was coming up, um, it was the African-American wearing 42. So, you know, it wasn't everybody having that jersey on. It was, it was even more special. But now we get to see everybody with 42, so it's even glorified. But that's just the respect that Jackie had, you know. Um, I hope everybody feels special when they put that 42 on. and They don't take it for granted, you know, whether you're black, white, whatever. When you put that number on and you represent that 42, it means something. Edwin, I I wanted to ask you, uh, considering where Major League Baseball was back then with Jackie Robinson and obviously how far we have came uh, as a – as a country, as a, as a world, and as a sport, how do we get more young African-Americans to play baseball from the grassroots perspective to get more of that influence back into Major League Baseball? Man, I think a lot of it starts with what we're doing with the Players Alliance, uh, you know, uh, which is a group of former, current, and uh, active players, uh, you know, giving back to the communities and really taking our taking our influence and really personally taking it back to these communities and talking to these kids um, like we just did in Atlanta. You know, um, the, the birthplace of Jackie Robinson, well, not necessarily Atlanta, but Georgia, the birth state of Jackie Robinson. Um, as the players' lives, we, we went back and we helped 500 middle schoolers by providing them funds and equipment for the whole teams. Um, it takes things like that to really go back and, and touch these kids. You know, we have to get them at the middle school age because it's super important. That's where we lose them. Or, you know, we can bring them in and, and embrace them and let them embrace the game of baseball. But we have to go out as players, as black players, and they have to see people that look like them talking to them about baseball for them to believe that they have a chance to play baseball because you do what you see, you know. Everybody wanted to be Michael Jordan because they saw Michael Jordan. So when they see us coming back to these communities, it's giving them hope and it's giving them a glimpse that they can do something different aside from basketball and, and um, football, you know. It is a game of baseball that, you know, we are good at. So it definitely takes us going back into these neighborhoods and these communities and, you know, putting our time and, and our focus back into these kids. Edwin Jackson, former Dodger pitcher, co-founder of the Player Alliance, um, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Ed, you pitched a no-hitter in your career and, which you uh, had eight walks and threw 149 pitches. And we just saw Clayton Kershaw get pulled through seven the other day on Wednesday. Uh, He was taken out by the skipper, Dave Roberts. Did they do the right thing? Should they have let him in a perfect game situation close it out and go to nine? Nah, this your star pitcher, Cy Young, all-star games, all that. Uh, This early in the season, it's, it's a perfect game. It looked good on the on the bubble gum card, and it looked good on the on the record with accolades. But 
you can't afford for him to get hurt this early in the season. You know, um, it's just one of those things where it's just a dope cheat, but what's more important, that perfect game or pitching in the playoffs and, and going into the World Series. You know, it's just one of those things you have to ask yourself. It's cool for the fans, and it's a good personal feat. But at the end of the day, you got to be smart. It's already been a rush season. You know, they got started. Everybody, everybody got started later um, with the bargaining. So you can't afford for your, your number Jackson. one pitcher to go get hurt. That, that's what Jackson, I, that's what I tried to tell. To, that's to. what I tried to tell Max oh, Kellerman and minute. our producer. Hold on, stop, no, hold stop, on, wait a minute, Edwin stop. Jackson. You're supposed to be back in my day. I threw 149 pitches and got a no hitter. Wait a minute. What about? Back, back, back in my, but when I when I threw that no hitter though, it was already mid season. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. No, I get it. I'm not saying let him throw 149 pitches. Edwin, what about letting Kershaw take it batter by batter? He was only at 80. Well, like he's at 120 at 80. You can't take it batter by batter in the eighth inning. Nope. That 80 pitches is uh, 80 pitches is equivalent to 120 at this point of the season because you think most people in spring training and only have maybe three starts. Normally in spring training, you might get five to six five to six starts. You know what I'm saying to kind of work your way into the season. So you ain't you haven't had enough starts in spring training to really have your body really ready. To, to throw that many pitches. It might not affect you now, but down the road, you might feel that. You lose again, Max. And, <laughs> and I'm all for and I'm all for and I'm all for keeping pitches in the games, Max. So I'm for it. I'm for it. I mean I came up in the time where we didn't really care about pitch count. We went to how you was pitching in the game. Right. So I'm all for that. I'm an old school type player. But in this situation right here, uh you can't you can't afford for your man to go get hurt. You can't afford to lose Kershaw. I mean, sure, you pitched 17 seasons in Major League Baseball, made an all-star game and threw a no-hitter. But I used to play MLB uh, 2005 MVP, EA Sports. So I think I have plenty of standing in this conversation. (laughs) Uh, Edwin Jackson, ladies and gentlemen. A pleasure to have you on this morning. Uh, Edwin, best of luck. All right, Edwin. Thanks for everything you do, man. Fellas, I appreciate that. Y'all take it easy. Have a nice day. There okay. it is, Edwin right. Jackson. Talk some with, sense into Max Kellerman, please. Read with Key. This is shocking. I, I really, I am shocked. I thought he was going to be like, come on, man, 80 pitches? Oh, I told you, Max, man, that's, you got your guy. He's our one of our guys. We need him. It's too early in the season. So Edwin Jackson, by the way, pitched for a record 14 major league teams, and you can catch two of those four teams tomorrow. Tune into an NL battle. That's tomorrow. Padres host the Braves, presented by Progressive Insurance. Coverage begins at 3.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The key is going to tell you why Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier is the most courageous act in American sports history. That's next. We're back in less than two minutes on most ESPN radio stations. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space 
to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hey, uh, Key, Jay, what, what are you guys going to call your team? you got to name the team and everything. I don't know, Key, what you, you got? You're going to play Barton High, and you got to name the team. We had some school, some school names thrown at us, like uh, the Blue Trojans. I think that's weird. <laughs> that's, that's weird enough. That sounds like something. <laughs> yeah, <it's>, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need it. You need Better a, than Trojan hey, Devils. Hey, you need a long night? Take this Blue Trojan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I would go 1922 All-Stars. Ooh, ooh! I like that. I like that key. Nineteen twenty-two All Stars sounds like a very expensive drink. Yeah, it does, man. I'll take a nineteen twenty-two. Nineteen twenty-two All Stars, huh? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. What else we got, Evan? You got anything for us? No, I, I gave you mine. Blue yeah. Trojans. Blue Trojans. Or yeah. the Trojan Devils. Trojan, yeah, Trojan Devils. Trojan Devils. Uh, both, yeah. That's both still, that still don't sound. Yeah, that's no. just very uh, Whack. not good. That's <laughs> just not <laughs> good, yeah. bad, trouble. Yeah. Wait, what? The blue Trojans. A one-two punch. <laughs> there you go. One-two punch. <laughs> yeah. One-two punch. Yeah. I like that. Wanted, one and two. I think that's what we wanted to call the show at first. We called it. We wanted to call it the one-two punch. I was like, oh, how about Keyshawn J. Will and yeah, that? That's why you don't go with your first idea for <laughs> I mean, stuff. You're so cold. Um, I don't know. I don't know what we should call it. What should Barton Hahn call there? Black and that bald. That might be more fun. Oh, no. Hey, Key's not bald. Uh, yeah, it, twins for them. I'm Bart's trying to really think. small. Alan's, no, that's not it. Lauren Hardy or something? I don't know. <laughs> Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Hey, Key, what's wrong moving. with you? What's wrong yeah. with you, Key? Um, um, big and small? Biggie Smalls? No. Hmm. 
I don't want it to be a cool name, so this is this is tough. Because Allen has a little bit of the surfer. Feel great. Poetic justice. Surfer, yeah. And then it's weird. Like, Allen has a little bit of the Malibu, whereas Bart has more of the Detroit. Bart brings, like, a, a, a WWE tag team flavor to that whole little thing there. He does. He's very rough. That's why I'm worried about my face. <laughs> Way to have our back, Keyshawn. Not the face. Not the face. The moneymaker. <laughs> The clothesline is coming, I Jay. love Key's like, no, he's going to guard you. I'm like, but I need to score the points. I'm confused here. Yeah, yeah but at the same time, he's going to be Dennis Rodman type with yeah, me, grabbing be. me, yeah. playing, trying to mess around too much. Yeah, we might, yeah, Bart might be like the bad boys, and then Allen is more like the coach. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The coach of the bad boys. He was the most improved player, fourth grade. Fourth grade. grade. Oh, his dad, dad was the coach, but he earned it. My dad Number once told me, you know how you earn most improved player? You sucked the season before. Yeah. <laughs> Allen's going to wear number 46. See, they're both setting screen. With numbers like that, you say in screens, you're giving hard fouls. Like Way to have our back, Keyshawn. Throughout its long history, Major League Baseball has operated under the premise that no single person is bigger than the game. No single person other than Jackie Robinson. Ken Griffey Jr. joins us here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max. I wanted to celebrate him in my own personal way of saying, hey, I want to wear his number on his day. I called Mr. Silik and he says, hey, do you mind if everybody wears? And I go, absolutely not. The more, the better. And, and that's how it started. So what do we talk about in the 945 segment here on Keyshawn, J. Willamax, ESPN Radio? It's Choose Your Own Adventure. You produced the show. You voted at Key, J. and Max on Twitter. And almost 10% said NBA superstars. Talk about them. 13% said Steph Curry's status. 19% is Russell Wilson an elite quarterback. But the vast majority, I'll tell you the percentage in one sec. There it is, 58% said Jackie Robinson Day. Key, you believe, correct me if I'm wrong, that that was the most courageous act, athletic act in, in, the, in you know, the history of American team sports? Absolutely, Max, because when you, you look at it back in the 1947, there wasn't, you know, clearly people were treated differently based on the color of their skin ridiculously. You know, uh, bigotry was alive and kicking. Racism was alive and kicking. Violence was alive and kicking. But it never stopped Jackie Robinson from taking the field, no matter how he was treated in and, in and out of the dugout, even by some of his former teammates. Laying down that type of foundation for people like myself in professional football, and I played baseball growing up, but laying down that type of foundation and, and allowing us to to know that we have the opportunity to play a sport, and everything will be okay. Teach us how to strive and fight through things without retaliating um, and knowing that when you're threatened and your family's threatened and people treating you a certain way and you have to turn your cheek the other way and still go out there and perform at a very high level, that's very courageous. Like, and, and you know, it's just, it's one, it just I, I marvel at a lot of things you learn when I wrote when I wrote my book, The Forgotten First, Kenny Washington was backfield mates, Max and Jay, with Jackie Robinson at UCLA. And you you gotta do a little research on obviously on Jackie Robinson along the way and you 
you learn all just learn so much stuff that you thought you knew that you did not know about these particular individuals that had to go through so much. Uh, and think about all the black baseball players that came after to the major leagues. When I grew up, Jay asked these questions to all of our guests about inner city getting baseball grassroots back into the black community so blacks can start playing baseball again. Well, all the Eddie Eddie Murray's, the Dora Strawberries, the Eric Davises, the the Royce Claytons, all of these guys that grew up within a few uh, miles of each other, all played at Jackie Robinson Stadium, which is the stadium I played high school football at. So it's like all this sort of stuff, you just learn all about it, man, and, and you got to appreciate it, and it's just not another day. Key, I, I wanted to, as we were talking about this last night on the phone, I started doing a lot of reading about it, and I'm, I'm so glad that you wrote your book about it as well. Um, but there was an article that came out in Forbes on May 10th, 2021, and here's the first paragraph of this article. Georgia Governor Brian Kemp on Monday signed a bill repealing a citizen's arrest law once used to justify lynchings after the Civil War, after the law was brought into the national spotlight and widely condemned when a prosecutor used it, used it to justify the vigilante-style killing of 25-year-old Ahmaud Aubrey two years ago, right? So, I mean, this is in Georgia. This is the state in which Jackie Robinson grew up. So, I mean, you talk about the 40s and 50s and playing baseball, like a lot of this justification was still going. Imagine trying to blaze a new path while people still had outs legally to do things like that to human beings, right? Um, my father, Key, played in – my grandfather played in the Negro Leagues growing up. And uh, something my dad would always talk about, because my dad was kind of a baseball fan, even though I gravitated a lot more towards basketball and football, um, was about, like, black representation. And it's still something that I talk about to today. You know, you always rock Dodgers jerseys and shirts, and we talk about Dave Roberts. Think of one of two black managers in Major League Baseball today. Just one of two black managers. And when you start reading more about Jackie Robinson and about some of the things, his estranged relationship that he had with the Dodgers, how he didn't really come back and wasn't really around all the time. Because he always speak about he wanted more black representation. So when I hear guys like Cameron Maben come on or I hear guys like Edwin Jackson come on and talk about what they're doing with the coalition, like we need more of that in this sport as well for more representation for people that want to be involved in the sport. I want people to keep in mind, when you hear excuses made for keeping Colin Kaepernick out of the NFL, well, you don't want to alienate certain families. It's really a business decision and all that. You look at Jackie Robinson, you bring up 1947 – you know, three, four decades before that, Teddy Roosevelt had, who was president of the United States, had Booker T. Washington to the White House for dinner. There were riots in the South. There were op-eds throughout a lot of Southern newspapers talking about how this is crazy. And, and a lot of the excuses then were the country's not ready for this, right? And then later on through, you know, separate and obviously unequal no, it's not that I don't want to serve black customers. It's that my other customers won't it'll alienate them. That, that economic excuse that, no, we need to, the business reason, has always been BS. And it was BS when they tried to use it against Jackie Robinson. And the kind of stuff he had to put up with was unbelievable. He's a proud guy. He was not scared. 
but he had to consistently bite his tongue and show restraint. And no one should. You know what it occurs to me, too? A- a- anyway, and it reminds me, Colin Kaepernick, a lot of the same excuses are being used to keep Colin Kaepernick out of the NFL right now. Not that well, it's strictly racial, but there well, is overlap there. Well, it, it ironically, it was so weird because even in the course of all the research in my book, everything that was going on in the 1940s in professional sports, to a degree, is still going on today to an exact T, okay? To an exact T. It, it just, it, it, it was, it's kind of eerie to think about it, but that's the reality that we face. And if it wasn't for people like Jackie Robinson, we wouldn't have had the opportunity as black men to, you know, be able to play a sport that we love and not only that, from a professional level. And the other thing that, that happened is he was able to, to bring people together of all races because he was not afraid to play on those baseball diamonds. Mm. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Jackie Robinson. Everyone, it's retired number now. Rivera, Mariano Rivera, last guy to, to, to be able to wear it. No one else can wear it except on one day when everyone wears it. Greeny is next. He's joined by Doug Glanville. You don't want to miss that. ESPN Radio. We are back Monday. Happy Passover. Happy Easter, everybody. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.